Hank and Walter on Worcester. I'm Hank Stoltz. Walter Bird here. This is a co-production of News and Talk Radio AMA 30 WCRN and Worcester Magazine. We're very pleased to have City Councilor Christian King with us as well. Christian, thanks for stopping by today. Thank you for having me. Well, listen, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just have you kind of give us a little bit of an overview to get us started. So, City Council, everything that you thought that it was going to be, are you, are you changing the world in, the, in these last few months? Are you frustrated that the world hasn't changed maybe a little dirt, bit faster? Just the dirt. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's really everything I thought it would be. Um, I enjoy uh, That is such a loaded comment, by the yeah. way. It's really everything that I thought it could be. Yes. Yes. Everybody out there can take that however they want. It's everything I thought it would be. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, you know, I'm really um, kind of learning a little bit about relationships on the council nuances, um, you know, and really kind of sitting back and making sure that, you know, I take votes of conviction um, and that my votes are meaningful. Um, you know, so I'm very, very um, attuned to that, um, you know, and, and also kind of trying to figure out what what lane I'm in, um, you know, and, you know, I think as time continues to progress, you'll see, you know, more orders. Let me more, just pick up before Walter jumps in on a couple of those things, one being that taking votes that are, are meaningful. Do you think that the city council is spending the majority of its time talking about things that are meaningful and that really are having an impact in our community. We absolutely are taking votes that are meaningful and have an impact in our community. Um, you know, I think, you know, this most recent council on Tuesday, we had some, you know, significant votes to take. Um, you know, there were some good orders, um, you know, but what I learned in my first meeting as well is, um, you know, there's a lot of political theater that goes on. Um, you know, and that I could do without. Um, you know, I really think that um, folks um, are very, you know, um, thoughtful about orders and petitions. Um, you know, and I just think that we need to do um, a better job um, of being focused on what the issues are and less on personalities. You know, I, I, I watched that first meeting. And um, I, I, I thought that he, especially um, Candy Miro Carlson, they almost looked shell-shocked at first because it was their first meeting. And I don't know if you remember that meeting, but it was a, we can say, it's a podcast. A shit show. It was a blank show. Um, and it was their very first meeting. And I remember watching, and I remember talking to Candy um, the next day or maybe a couple days after. I said, so when are you, uh, when are you withdrawing? I mean, it, you know, that was kind of a, a baptism by fire. I think Talk, I, yeah I, I think what you, what what the the you know what you learn from it is um you know that there are certain issues um that you're going to have to be uh vocal about you're going to have to be passionate about um you know and, and and true about and you know some of that you know when I when I was um fortunate enough to be elected um you know I knew that there will be times when I take votes where people who support me may not be 100% on board. Um, and what I've always told people is that, you know, the majority of the time, 90% of the time, I'm going to be with you. But there may become that 10% of the time where, for me, um, it's about a vote of conscience or a vote of, um, you know, c consistency, uh, maybe a, a rule of law or whatever the case might be. But it may not be with you that 10% of the time. And that's okay, too. Um, and knowing that, you know, eventually that might cost you some votes here or there.
But what I've learned is, is that um, overall, if you're true, you're genuine, um, I think that folks will respect and support you regardless. When I ran, you know, one of the most um, powerful moments for me was there's a, a staunch, staunch Republican um, who said to me, if you ran for state rep, if you ran for senator, regardless of party, I would support you because I know that you're genuine. And I think, um, mm. you know, that's my ultimate goal at the end of the day is try to be genuine and to be as informed as I can when it comes to um, saying yay or nay. And, and is that what you earlier you had said, you know, kind of feeling your way as to what lane you're in? Right. You're talking about your constituents right now and being with them 90 percent of the time. When you're kind of feeling out some of these relationships on the council, who some allies might be, who you might butt heads with more often than not, when you talk about 90% of the time, maybe you'll be with a certain counselor, but then there's that 10% of the of the time you might not be or some certain votes that you won't be. Is, is that part of finding what lane you're, you're in, some of these natural allies perhaps right, on the I council? Can that for him? I'm <laughs> guessing that in his lane, most of the time, it won't be Connie Luke's and Mike Gaffney. That's just a wild guess. <laughs> well, no, I'll, say, guess. I'll, I'll say this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a um, trumpeteer for anybody, um, but what I will say is that you know, um, there are times when I will be on the same page with folks who you may think I will be. And there are times that I won't be. Um, you know, and what I've found is across the board um, that when people are bringing things to the table, it's genuine. It's just at those times when it's more about uh, press coverage or if it's more about um, pontification, um, that's when it, it really becomes difficult now, now, now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you, do you have the nerve to suggest that some counselors on the Worcester City Council are pontificating? Are you suggesting that some counselors actually get up and just talk to the camera? I, I'm shocked. Hank, I am shocked would, and chagrined that would, somebody would make that allegation. There's, there's gambling going on at this establishment. I can't understand that. <laughs> how many people are watching this? I mean, what, what kind of feedback do you get? How many people do, when, People are always talking about this, right? Yeah. And, and there is news coverage and everything. Yes. But honestly, Christian, how many people in Worcester do you think are really paying attention? I mean, how much does it good does it do somebody to grab that front page or to get up and make some sort of a grand speech uh, because it's being covered on the on the local cable channel? You know, again, I'm new to this, so I don't I don't have an answer for you. Um, I can't really quantify or qualify that. Um, you know, but again, uh, for me, it really comes down to, you know, there will be issues where um, you make, um, you know, uh, passioned position known, um, you know, and, and I just hope that for my speaking for myself, um, you know, I do that when it's necessary um, and only when it's necessary. People are ticked about snow removal. Uh. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, I guess, yes. you know, I mean, there's probably something where we're kind of right off. The, I just posted a story, another story yeah. related to that, you know, just before our show. I mean, yeah. um, what did that what did that deal most, with? Well, because I talked to a snow, a plow, a snow plow contractor, because mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the, uh, you know, the points of view you really haven't heard from yet is the actual contractors that are dealing with this. And, you know, he didn't want to put his name to it, but uh, you know, he talked to what's different for more than two decades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's di- so what was different this last time around? You know, personality. He said that there are some people in management positions in the DPW that just, they're rubbing the wrong way. It's just not working well, the relationship between the contractors and the management. I don't think it's the highest level. I think it's a couple levels below. And the people that, you know, the people in the city government that are listening to this will know who those people are. (laughs) 
So, but see, Christian, this is, this is what I meant when I asked you about it. I mean, you know, so who's really following day-to-day that front page? Who's watching on a Tuesday night that they're actually sitting in front of their TV and they're not watching Dancing with the Stars, but they're watching the city I'm council? Watching. Walter is there. There's a whole bunch of people maybe. And it's, and it's uh, certainly a, a real niche, I would say. But most people, when they're going to get involved or when they're going to give you a call, I'm guessing is when they're slip sliding down there, you know, down, down, down the hill somewhere. I mean, certainly it's, 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 it's about whatever the particular issue is that brings folks attention to the council meeting. Um, you know, and it's, it's fair to say, um, you know, I'm a home homeowner. I pay taxes just like everyone else here in the city. Um, you know, and when you pay taxes, you expect services. Um, you know, so it's not, you know, um, surprising. Um, that you have the reaction. I mean, I, I live on a hill <laughs> that's pretty slippery over um, by Greenwood Street, um, both streets, Tapman and Forsberg Street, that are you know really steep. Um, so I get it. Um, it's certainly an issue um, as far as the snow removal goes. Um, you know, I was able to speak directly to the manager about it. Um, you know, and I think that we need to. The city really needs to get a handle on it. For me, it was a learning experience in that. Okay, you're on the council. Uh, there's a city manager. There's a commissioner, um, there's staff underneath, and really trying to get to where the issue is. And you know what I'm looking for um, from from the manager, from the council, from from the folks that are, um, are able to hold folks accountable is you know the the, the manager is going to do what he said would be a top-down review. Um, and you know what I'd like to see out of that obviously would be you know action planning um, around you know where are the barriers, what are the issues. Um, how can we improve? And I think, you know, that would bode well for the community. Do you have confidence in the DPW right now, top down? And do you have confidence in the city manager handling that? I, I certainly would like to see an assessment of, you know, where it's going right and where it's going wrong with the DPW. I'm a DCF social worker. Right. I just came from a pretty intense meeting in Whitensville where there's a number of issues, um, you know, on multiple levels. And, um, you know, I, I think it's that type of a, a approach. You have to figure out where the challenges are. As you said, there has been some changes. What does it all mean? Um, and I think you, you need to do that type of exhaustive approach. And I have no reason not to be confident that the manager um, is going to look into it. Um, and, you know, I, I expect that that would be reported back to the city council. Um, you know, when I'm speaking with, with the manager, um, he was visibly... Um, concerned um, about the issue and you know this is an issue you know I, I've had some folks say ah don't worry next year no one's going to remember people remember, oh, people remember. they remember <laughs> yeah. they yeah, remember yeah, yeah. you know remember. And, and we're fortunate that there hasn't been a lot of snow this year um, you know and there's room for improvement which means there needs to be improvement you talked uh, and certainly as, as we were just talking about snow removals things that, that really hit a nerve with the public you got on the council, you ran. What are the issues, though, that really over the next year and a half you want to make sure you bring up, that you talk about, and have you already had some private conversations so you're going to be able to move those issues forward? Yeah, you know, um, you know that's, that's part of it. Um, you know, issues as it relates to public safety, youth, um, you know, education. Um, those are the types of issues that are important to me. Um, you know, that's what I ran on um, as a social worker, being in the field, being in the neighborhoods, being in the community for the last 20 years. Um, you know, I really want to make sure that we invest in our communities. You know, there's a lot of economic development going on um, in the city and city square. 
Um, but we also have neighborhoods that need to be addressed. We have um, blighted homes, um, things of that nature. Um, you know, and, and, and those are the things that, that really fuel me. Um, and also trying to do the best that we can to make sure that small businesses, um, you know, are able to receive benefits as well, um, not just the large businesses, because, um, you know, we've seen, um, you know, kind of a slow erosion of, you know, uh, folks owning their own businesses here in the city. And, and you know, I'd like to see, to see more people with, with their own personal businesses. You know, um, I talked about a little bit about it last night, you know, um, you know, there's no hard, hardly any hardware stores now where they're locally owned. You know, you have Best Buy, you have uh, big stores like that, um, you know, and places like the Wonder Bar, you know, uh, the Banner. Those are types of restaurants I like to see uh, versus chains and, and things of that nature. So all of that's important, of course, you know, making sure people have a fair and livable wage. Um, that's something that's extremely important because I've seen firsthand as a social worker how that can lift a family up out of poverty. Um, and, um, you know, it's always been about access and opportunity for me. Um, and, you know, I, I've talked with folks recently, um, last week actually, you know, of, with parents, single parent, two, three kids, they're working two jobs, making ends meet, barely. Um, and this single parent can't send their child to school. Um, so, you know, trying to figure out how we can make sure that all of our kids have equal opportunities for education um, and that when they're in those um, educational um, pursuits that there's resources and supports and services for them um, no matter what part of the city they come from. We talk about services so let's talk about budget oh, Lord. because um, it's, <laughs> it's been discussed and one of your colleagues has been very vocal about <clears throat> excuse me about being wanting there to be cuts cutting the budget cutting the budget um, really hasn't said where to cut, but wants to be cuts. And there's been sort of, a, I think, a, a dispute over who's supposed to cut what. Uh, is the city manager supposed to cut? The city council supposed to cut? Well, the city council is, you know, they're, they're the body. They, they are able to cut. They can't add. I believe the school committee can. The, the, the town, city council can't. And so they, but they can cut. Uh, the city manager is required by the, uh, by the council to, to bring forward a, a balanced budget. But you guys can cut. So you don't strike me as the kind of guy that's probably going to be slashing. But, I mean, um, is, are there places to cut in the budget, Christian? Or is that one of the things you're talking about, one of these uh, speaking to the cameras? You know, I, I, I have to say, you know, you always want to figure out, is there somewhere where we're spending in excess? Absolutely, 100%. Um, that needs to be thoroughly... Um, looked into and reviewed, um, you know, you only have a certain pot of money, right? You have the yep. fixed costs and you have some costs where, um, you know, you can, you can play with. Um, but it's, it's definitely something that should be explored. I mean, you know, we, we talked about, I think it was um, Councillor Gaffney that asked for, you know, different budget versions. Um, you know, I would absolutely support Is that. Is that a fair ask? Absolutely. In my opinion, yes. Well, so when is the city manager supposed to do that? He's well, supposed to prepare three different budgets? Well, the city, That's a lot of work. No, we met with the city manager, you know, and he provided us information um, that I don't have with me right. on what it would look like um, with a 1% increase, 2.5% increase, no increase. Um, so he's not preparing know. like three whole complete different budgets. He's giving you sort of scenarios of what we've given. He's given us information as it relates to those three right. um, uh, potential budgets, um, you know, and you know that that's kind of where where we're left. He met with all of the all of the um, city councilors, um, 
you know, I don't know if there's a good place to cut. If there is, then I think we should probably consider it. Um, but you know, my understanding is that there haven't, there has, there's been a tax increase consistently for years. From what I was tax increase? Yeah. Well, I think I think residential taxes have gone well. Uh, they right. Um, right. Because the whole move has been to um, to try to narrow that gap. Now it's actually for businesses in the dual the tax rate. Before right. where it actually seemed to go wider apart, but it was it was actually a good thing for the business community because of uh, I don't know some they look, the, they look at it differently. The, um, yeah. The and and we're sitting here trying to think of the word, but I think right. people probably know what it is. Right, but right. um. But yeah, that that's been you know residential taxes have gone up, and you've heard the arguments and people like Virginia Ryan and all that, uh, the Aware Group. You know, they yes. talk about how taxes are much lower other places. So, are we getting a bang for our buck right now? I mean, do, do you think that the services are at a par with the taxes that people are paying? I and mean, we just talked about snow removal. We talked about snow removal. You know, I mean, that's a challenge. That's you know, fair and, to, and you know, to, if you look at the parks, parks is something that's important to me. We've been understaffed in the parks department for many years. You're one person to clean up all the parks. That's or one. Last one or two. Yeah, I don't know what it is now, but I know a few years ago I called for some assistance down at Crompton, and it was like two people or so. Mm -hmm. So we we definitely need more staff. You know, my understanding is that DPW and other staffs have been understaffed for years. Um, you know, so I don't know if there's been an actual staffing analysis every do ever done or done recently, um, but I'm sure that it would come out showing that we need more staff. Um, however, there's only so much in the pot. Um, you know, it's about kind of prioritizing in the budget what's most valuable to us as a city, and I think that's the challenge. City manager said last week on this podcast that he, he sits down with the different city councilors each month. What have you brought to his attention? What have you said, Ed Augustus, I think you should be working on this or spending more time on? Yeah, um, you know, again, services. Um, we've had that dialogue, um, you know, Really, you know, very happy about um, the Recreation Worcester, um, you know, after school program. And it's something that I had talked about during my campaign is partnering with the colleges and universities um, to provide after school program. And so the at risk youth or, um, you know, young kids can have productive outlets, you know, and, you know, really talking with them about, you know, I, I really would like to explore more um, about resources, you know, and that's kind of thinking outside of the box. Um, you know, and also, you know, exploring um, how, basically, you know, how, how, how do things actually get done, right? Because I've heard about barriers and, you know, just identifying with the manager what, the, what barriers have been, you know, in the council manager relationship um, from his perspective and how we can navigate those barriers. I think we're we're just about out of time, Walter. If you yeah, want to, I think we are. Yes. And um, I, I just want to, you know, kind of say that uh, I like the fact that this council, um, you know, is a little bit more diverse than it has been. And I'm not necessarily just talking about color or whatnot, but I like, you know, so far I've liked what I've seen. And most people know where I lean politically, so you know, no, I'm not, you know, some card carrying liberal. But I like what I've seen from Christian King, from Kenny Merrill Carlson. They tend to think a little bit. Different and backgrounds. I like that. In, I like that in a leader. I actually mm. like somebody who who thinks. And I'm not saying that the other people don't, but they think before. And I'm one of those people, by the way, that doesn't. I just, you know, ah, you know, I, I would be, you know, proven each week right here on Hank and Walter on us. <laughs> do it right, absolutely. So, um, but I like that. I like what I see so far. It's going to be, you know, an interesting year or two because uh, you've got uh, look. It's a power struggle going on in the council. Everybody knows it, and. Um, 
that's going to play itself out. And it's going to be really interesting to see how the two newer castles kind of deal with that dynamic while they're also learning with dealing, uh, dealing with learning how to be. Well, why don't, yeah, why don't I uh, have us end on that then? Leadership of Ed Augustus we talked about, uh, that Walter asked you about. I'll ask about the leadership of Mayor Joe Petty. Yeah, um, Mayor Petty's been very supportive, um, you know, and, and, you know, ad providing advice about speaking on the floor and, um, you know, getting things through. Um, you know, so it, that's been very helpful to me as a freshman counselor or rookie counselor, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, and most of the time where we've been on the same page, um, I know we have a tag day ordinance that I recently filed. Yeah, we didn't get yeah, why don't we? I mean, that is today's news. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and, and, and hit us with that because we really do just have a minute left. Yes. But that was in the news today, certainly sure. about this. I mean, for those who don't know, I mean, uh, you haven't seen for a while now little league or cheerleaders kind of, uh, or even the boot drive for the for the firefighters uh, that we used to see. Every Saturday in the spring and summer like and fall. Yeah, uh, you know, hockey teams, whatever it may be. They all people need to have their program supported. Uh, they, they, of course, have been uh, unhappy that Little League hasn't been able to be supported in this way. Others have talked about public safety or just the fact that every Saturday I got to roll down my window and hand over a couple bucks, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah, you know, um, I might be. Um kind of a, a, a anomaly as far as that goes. But, you know, when I see young folks out there fundraising for a cause, I'm very happy to put my window down and contribute. And, you know, um, for, for anyone to try to equate um, youth groups coming together, fundraising for a common cause to jaywalking or, um, you know, begging or panhandling is disingenuous. And, you know, when we go down to the state house to advocate for dollars, you know, and if you're bringing people with you, if your public schools are going down there and bringing their kids, it's not about panhandling. It's about um, self-advocacy and learning how to, to um, reach a desired goal. And, you know, the panhandling ordinance has been struck down as unconstitutional. Folks have a right to do it right now. Right now they can go out and do it any old way they choose, and the city has a responsibility to put it. You don't need it. Just right, right now. Right. But, but public safety aspect? Public safety is absolutely important. And that's my concern. Um, you know, and in the old ordinance that was repealed, um, you know, the, it was specifics around age, the specifics around, you know, if you were under 16, you know, obviously you had to have a parent with you, the, the police chief does the ultimate approval. He can limit certain areas of the city if he so chooses in the interest of public safety. And, you know, I, I've asked, you know, I, I'm not aware of any documented safety incidents in the city um, during that time. And, you know, it's a long, long held tradition. Christian okay. King. I just want to ask team Petty or team Gaffney. Everybody wants to know Ooh. team Petty or team Gaffney. Which, team which, Worcester, which team brother. Team, team Worcester. Or team, team, Worcester, team Worcester, brother. Come on, Team Worcester. I tell you what, I tell you this, though. Joe Petty brings up an issue that's um, along with something that I value and something that's important for the city. I'm going I'm to support it. If Gaffney brings up something in the same vein, I'm going to support it. Period. End of story. There you go. Good last word. City Councilor Christian King, thank you so much for coming in. Walter Byrd, Hank Stoltz, it's Hank and Walter on Worcester. It is a co-production of Worcester Magazine and News and Talk Radio, AM 830 WCRN.